Greetings and welcome. My name is Yitzchak Yat Shalom, Chodesh Tov, an anticipated Shabbat Shalom. Tonight, the first day of VR, Aleph VR, is the fifth yard site of my Rebbe of Aaron Lechnesen Zechot Tzadik Libracha, who was the Rosh Hashiva and Yeshiva Taratzion for over 40 years, and who was a true leader in Israel and had a tremendous impact on worldwide Jewry, an impact that his tens of thousands of students continue to share with their students and with their colleagues, and that's what I'd like to do here. I'd like to dedicate these words of Torah to his memory. It is traditional during the weeks between Pesach and Shavuot to study Pirkei Avot. And even though this week this parak that's studied is Perak Bet, I'd like to give us something to think about in anticipation of next week of Perak Gimel, or the Mishnah that's most apt for Avarin's Yortzeit. In Perak Gimel Mishnah Bet, in the middle of the Mishnah, we read that Rabbi Chanina ben Tradyon Omer, so Rabbi Chanan teaches that if two people are sitting and there are no words of Torah between them, this is considered to be a Moshav Leitzim. We'll come back to a definition of that in a minute or two. And he quotes the Pasuk from the very beginning of Tehillim, the first Pasuk in Tehillim, Shanamar, in describing the path of the wicked, Moshav Leitzim lo yashav meaning happy is someone who avoids the path of the wicked because the wicked sit in a Moshav Leitzim. The righteous person doesn't sit in a Moshav Leitzim. Now, we typically translate Moshav Leitzim as sort of a silly gathering, a bunch of people sitting, joking around, not doing anything serious. That may not be what it means here, at least in the context of this Mishnah, as it is quoted. If two people are sitting and there are words of Torah between them, the Shekhinah, God's presence, rests there. Now, before going any further, we can see in this Mishnah that the Shekhinah and Moshav Leitzim are two opposites. A Moshav Leitzim is a place where God's presence can't be manifest. And where God's presence is manifest is a place that cannot be a Moshav Leitzim. So we'll have to figure out what a Moshav Leitzim really is. And the Pasuk that's quoted from Malachi, Shlemar, Az nidberu yirei Adonai ish al-re'ehu. And the Pasuk in Malachi, by the way, by interesting coincidence, this parak of Malachi, the end of Malachi, in most of our Tanachim, you turn the next page and you'll find the Pasuk of Moshav Litzin. These two Pasukim are very close to each other. Then those who fear God spoke to each other, they conversed with each other. By Akshev Adonai, God attended by Yishma, and he listened, he heard. By Yikatev Sefer Zikaron Lefanav, and a book of commemoration was written before him, before God. On behalf of those who fear God and those who consider his name as important, those who respect his name. These are the two opposites a place which is a Moshav Leitzim and a place of God's presence. And what determines the difference? You could see it in red and green. Ein b'nehem divrei Torah or yesh b'nehem divrei Torah. What does that mean? So the classic understanding of it is two people are sitting and there's no words of Torah. They're talking silliness. They're talking about things that aren't important. Maybe they're talking about things that are important, but are maybe inappropriate. So they shouldn't be talking about those things. That's a place of Moshav Litzim. On the other hand, yesh benem divrei Torah, we assume, is two people sitting and who are talking words of Torah. Very nice. Rabchaim of Volozhin, 
great student of the Vilna Gon, in his commentary on Pirkei Avot, Ruach Chaim, makes an astute observation about the wording of this Mishnah. And he points out that the wording is, Ein Beinehen Tivrei Torah. There are no words of Torah between them. And he comments, even if each individual is sitting and studying assiduously and rigorously, but they're not sharing words of Torah, that's called a Moshav Litzim. Why? He said, because you could have a great scholar who is well-versed, who is erudite, but who thinks that he has nothing to learn from his fellow. And so he sits studying on his own, but not conversing, not asking him, what do you think about this? What are you studying? Teach me something. That's a Moshav Litzim. It is a late to somebody who is mitlotzeitz al divrei chavero, who makes fun of, who derides, who considers insignificant the words of his fellow. That's a place where the Shekhinah can't rest. So imagine you have two great scholars, two great Torah scholars, sitting in the same room, sitting at the same table, studying their own material, but disregarding the impact that the other fellow could have on what they're studying, or the impact that they could have on the other fellow. That's a Moshav Litzim. And what is a place where God's presence rests? Shnaim shiyoshvin v'yesh b'neihem divrei Torah. That there are words of Torah between them. Two scholars who sit and talk together and look at the pasuk. Az nidberu yirei Adonai ish al-re'ehu. A man speaks to his friend. These are people who fear God and they speak to each other about it. They speak to each other about the Torah. They learn from each other. They listen to each other. That is a place where the God's presence can be felt. Rav Aaron Lichtenstein was a tremendous scholar and taught amazing shiurim and hundreds of thousands of amazing shiurim. But for those of us who were zochet to be his talmidim, there is something else about him that really carries us through as his memory. And that is as a personal role model. Rav Aaron was a model of rigorous study. He was an amazing makmid, really committed to, to studying. He was, he was tremendously committed to Kal Yisrael. As you know, the Beit Midrash in Shivat Haratzion, if you don't know, you should know that the Beit Midrash in Shivat Haratzion was constructed to have windows because the, the light of Torah should spread to the world, but the yeshiva should also be sensitive to what's happening in the world and be concerned with that, especially the world in Israel, in our community. But another piece of his personality that everyone who had contact with him remembers and continues to hold on to as an exemplar is Rav Aaron's humility. When Rav Lichtenstein would get up and speak about an issue, whether it was in Torah, whether it was an issue in current Israeli politics, in social policy, whatever it may be, and he present his own opinion, he would present his own opinion with all the possible challenges to his opinion. And he would cite those who disagree with him and cite them favorably and with respect, and then explain why he disagreed. He wasn't afraid to share ideas with others, and he wasn't afraid to share the ideas of those who disagreed with him in his own talks. And that is exactly what the Gemara tells us about Beit Hillel versus Beit Shammai. When the Gemara in Eruvin tells us that Beit Hillel and Beit Shammai disagreed for two and a half years, and finally a bat kol, a heavenly voice, came out and said, Eilu va'elu divrei Elohim chayim hen. Both these and those are the words of the living God. The halacha kibetilel, but the halacha follows betilel. The Gemara asks, why does the halacha follow betilel? And you'd think that the Gemara would answer because they were greater scholars. It doesn't say that. 
because they were aluvin, because they were modest, and because when they would teach, they would first mention Beit Shammai's opinion and then their own. The humility, the ability to say we have what to learn from each other, that my opinion can be informed by what you have to say and can actually reshape the way I think, and I'm going to include in what I teach, that is a place which is yesh benehem divrei Torah. That is a place, therefore, where the Shekhinah can rest. These are some of the tremendous lessons that Rav Aaron Lechistin left us with, and that in, in, in honor of his memory, we try to carry through, to continue learning from each other, to try to carry through with humility, and Yehiz Zichro Baruch, may his memory be a blessing.